Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Cold Open Podcast. You can find this podcast in video format on YouTube, audio on Spotify and Apple. And we're back. It's, Ew, baby. Oh, feels so good. New year, new us, huh? Yeah, I can't believe it's a it's a whole another year. I can't believe it's it's been it's been so long. I forgot to talk into the mic right at the intro. Yeah, <laughs> talking yeah. to directly to you. That's uh that's how long it's been since we've last potted Obby. <laughs> For real, you potted Obby bars. Pot Ob, pot Ob, pot Ob, ock ock. What's going on, everybody? Uh, like we said, it's been a while. Uh, great to be back. Uh, this is where we feel most alive. So thank you very much for listening, um, mm-hmm. Austin. What's up, Jim? What's your fucking problem? I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, life. Uh, life's been wild. Life's been fun. Life's been everything in between. Uh, you know, we've we've been up to a lot, obviously, with just life in general. Uh, how you been, Jimmy? You know, how's how's the the months that we've we've been apart? Not. <laughs> in real life, but from the pod world. Uh, I've seen how he lives in his room, bro. He yeah, comes out. yeah, yeah. No, I, um, I have uh, been stressed, man. Uh, more depressed than ever. Uh, just trying to make some money, trying mm-hmm. to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's the story for everyone. I'm not complaining. Fair. I'm just, uh, I'm definitely uh, that, a little drained. You doesn't know? that feel? Uh, what does that feel like when you? I do that all the time, where I'm like. Oh, I feel sad or down about this thing, and then I'm like, oh, but like most people also feel that way, so I should st- stop feeling that way. <laughs> I feel like that's not a healthy <laughs> way to deal with that. Wait, re- reword that question. Sorry. Of, like when you have those moments of like, oh, I'm depressed and down, but uh, or want to make more money or whatever, but then you're like, oh, I guess everyone probably feels that way, so maybe I, sh- it's not that big of a deal that I feel like this. Uh, I got a good story for that. Uh, I, I meet a lot of people in bars. I talk to a lot of random people. And uh, this older gentleman, uh, for some reason, for some reason, this older gentleman took a fascination to me. Uh, big surprise, right? <laughs> but uh, but no, no, girl. he was like, he was like being homie, homie, actually. And basically, he just wanted to like talk about life. I think yeah. uh, the same way that every guy that's at a bar by himself kind of wants to, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you go to a social setting by yourself, there's, I feel like, an implication that you want to hang out with people. Yeah, right? let me let me tell you my life story, you know. But but anyways, this guy basically it came down to it. He he was just like, you know, when I was your age, I was fucking in the dumps. I was miserable. I hated my life. But then I got through it ten years later. And honestly, man, if I didn't have that like struggle, that uh. I guess that desire to get out of the position that I was in, mm-hmm. meet my wife, have kids, blah, 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 you know, the the, the stereotypical, like... Uh, the thing that gives you drive, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, he said if he didn't have that, mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't enjoy it as much, and it makes him love life so much more. That's yeah, fair. And uh, I think there's something to that. I think, uh, I think that's something that I kind of think about. Like, uh, recently, like, I feel like, like, I'm a, I'm a pretty, like, pessimistic person by nature, but I'm the most optimistic pessimist, if that makes sense, you know. Would you have an example of that? I don't. Uh, I like. I'm aware mm-hmm. of my disposition in life. I'm aware that other people have it worse. I'm aware of other people having it better. Okay, so it's like a nihilist that doesn't make it the world's problem that you're nihilistic. Uh, kind of. I mean, like, I used to be pretty hardcore nihilist a long time ago. You remember that shit? But mm-hmm. like, you're the man in the woods, bro. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, dude. I. Uh, I don't know, like, I stopped buying into it so much because, I mean, if you wanted to do that, you can. And sure, you like, that's very noble and fucking, uh, I guess, noble. classic of you. If you want to go buy, the, like, <laughs> the, the fucking ancient, like, Greek or, like, uh, no, knights, uh, tradition, knights round table, like, 
but that's just not the world we live in today. It's like, you know, you can still die, be a noble person mm-hmm. and like not have to like, <laughs> you just don't have to fucking suffer like that. That's fair. I don't know. It's yeah. like, just don't be. Yeah. Once you realize that the world is just all perception, it like, I feel like there's a peace in that where if you don't, if you can live your life knowing you don't have to appease the world and you can just do what you want to do. It's like it sounds, you know, yeah. obvious, but it's a it's a big thing. I feel like everyone's looking for the grand point, but in reality, it, all, it comes down to just like, well, what makes me happy today? Yeah, dude, I think there's a big problem, uh, not with us individually, but no, with- I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like with the world around us and how they like classify us as people, like. For some reason, I, I was walking to the store today and I thought about how crazy it was that in my lifetime, like, I I got to see, like, actual, like, old, like, like 50s clowns, like, at the end of their life. Like, I'm talking, like, the the, the big red nose, like, all the makeup what and shit like that. What do you mean like you that. saw them? Like, so, in, in my hometown, there was, uh, we had this new music store that just opened up. And to celebrate the opening, mm-hmm. the, there was this famous Seattle clown that was... He was flown down to Aberdeen. Why? And he he drive? made a celebrity appearance. He used what? to be like on public TV. Dude, you know what is so funny? This He's is like the super third celebrity appearance of somebody who has flown into Aberdeen. Like well, well, dude, Aberdeen sucks so bad that like their big thing they do is to call in a celebrity and it, be like, look, it's because it's a bunch of right old there. people. It's a, it's like a oh, old people love celebrities. Well, that is true. Yeah, it's like they yeah. grew up with this clown in the in the sixties. You know, like an actual like Hong Kong slip on a banana. Like it sounds like the the plot summary of a Robert Eggers film. Gro- yeah. Growing up with a clown and from the sixties. But uh, but uh, back to my point uh, that I w- that I was getting at was just like, I mean, if you're a clown, like on TV, TV. you're a fucking clown. Like, mm-hmm. th- it's really hard to like escape that image, and right. it's like for the rest of your life, unless you like commit to that image, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna suffer a little bit. Like, <laughs> you're gonna be a clown the rest of your life. It's because people people kind of put everyone in like these individual categories. Like the, mm-hmm. that's. That's Tim the garbage man. He's he's the garbage man. I trust him with the garbage. I don't trust fucking Timmy over there because Timmy is not Tim, you know? Yeah, it's a a real uh, Schrodinger's uh, clown situation. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, clown because it's such an extreme. Like, <laughs> I, like he no, was literally a, good, a clown. It's you the know? perfect go-to. It's just like, yeah. man, like, what if his life like was actually awful and he just hated it? <laughs> He's just like, I just this is I have to. This oh, is my bro. chivalric uh, pursuit, I guess, in life. Yo, chivel, sure, chivel, chivel. Can you say that again? Chivalric. I can't say that. Chivel. Oh my god, I want to keep saying chivel. Chivalry. Chivalric. Yeah, you're, you're on the right path. Chivalric? That's not right. Chivalric sounds like a... <laughs> perfume or something? No, nah, it sounds like a cool, like, uh, a cool, like, uh, new metal thing. I don't know. It's fair. But anyway, before I get too far away from this point to where this makes no sense... Uh, too late? You, you were talking about the cloud. Clowns being sad. Uh, did, okay, this is random and sad. And, uh, suicide trigger warning. Sorry. <laughs> but you know when Ro- uh, Robert Williams... Robert Williams? <laughs> Rob Williams killed himself... Uh, everyone who's, was like, "Who's Rob Williams? Uh, you know, <laughs> Robbie boy." I'll keep talking. Uh, the fucking genie, bro. Oh, oh, fuck! I was about to be like, "Yeah, who?" Sorry, you had to say Robin. I only know him as Robin. You're good. Uh, uh, first name basis. Are him. you screen recording too? Yeah. Well, of course. I'm gonna edit that part <laughs> out. Uh, too late. People need to know that we're people. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing <laughs> That's funny. Um, sorry, sidetrack. 
So Rob, uh, yeah, I keep calling him Rob, <laughs> my boy Rob. Uh, you know, like Rob Williams, everyone thinks Robin Williams, everyone thinks he like just killed himself because he was like the you know sad funny guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just found out like last week that he actually had a like diagnosed with one of the worst cases of uh, it was Parkinson's, uh, right? No, the the old person one, dementia, where you oh, just like yeah. so it was basically he was projected to lose like all of his memories and like his day-to-day -day functions within like a year like it's a horrible situation of like the worst yeah. case of it yeah. and so he did yeah he didn't kill himself because he was like super depressed and sad he was losing his memories of the people he loved and so that's why he took his life and it was like to your point of just everyone thought that like i've thought that my whole life since he you know died was that he did it because he was you know a depressed funny man but it turns out he actually had a great life and killed himself because he was at like the peak. It was like I don't want to de degrade this. Yeah, there's like a nobility in that. I would say it's kind of inter an interesting situation where I feel like n yeah. not many people are ever faced with that yeah. type of situation where it's like, do you? It's like the yeah, I've, I've seen a like a what's that movie? Uh, Paddleton that I've he woke up to me bawling my eyes out yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. was like that plot where the guy was you know he was a, a lonely sad guy and he decided well I don't want to let cancer just completely kill me so. I'm just gonna buy those like kill me pills and take them when I when I feel like I'm done, and that's that's just like a crazy mentality to like most people will never think of that you know it's it's a wild thing to witness to acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess to end things on those uh, on that like the saddest intro ever. <laughs> yeah, and it's not sad. Like I mean, it, it is it is sad, but like I spent I spent a good like probably five years just looking into like sad things because yeah. it just it just attracted me, and I think it's fair. At, in everyone's life, I think they have a, a moment, whether they're younger, older, even like on the verge of death. I think we just all naturally have to go through that, like, what, what is all of this kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be a wild convert talking to somebody who hasn't done that, who's just like, no, I've just been good. Yeah, I mean, some people, <laughs> they, fine. they don't for a long time. But I mean, eventually, it just if catches It hits up. them eventually. I haven't met anybody it where it doesn't eventually hit them. It does. Uh, but if you if you want to read some like just real like at peace like sad shit, yeah, mm. do you ever read any of Seneca's stuff? I don't ever read unless it's lyrics. Well, I mean, like it'd be on the internet too. I mean, Seneca's is Seneca like, a band? What is that? Uh, he was a he was a profound like. Um, I'm pretty sure he existed shortly after Christ or some something like that. He was like uh, I don't know if he was or a he Greek was or, or Roman, but he was a philosopher. Mm -hmm. Basically, he was like this like really really intelligent old weirdo. <laughs> that like dedicated his life to living very healthy and pure mm -hmm. and just kind of like writing poetry and understanding science and he was one of the few very rich well-off uh, people within uh this is like the ancient societies and uh like i mean he had he had a pretty like interesting piece on like uh he, i mean spoiler alert he kills himself um at the end of his <laughs> Spo life because spoilers. he's just like i don't know he's just breaking down the fabric of just like being alive when it's time to accept death as mm -hmm. not like a negative thing, but as like a part of life, right? And uh, yeah, no, yeah, dude, I, I respect the fuck out of that. Getting old sounds awful. Yeah, like if you can hit a point where you're just like, yeah, that, that's why I always in my romanticized version of me dying, it's it's not of old age, some sort of like, oh, I oh, did one too many energy drinks and mm. I died at sixty nine. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, that's another weird thing, man. Like, I you ever run? I know you have. I know you've run into like those dudes, like. 
I mean, it's portrayed throughout cinema and, and shit too. It's like a lot of people in like war movies and shit. It's just like I have to die in battle. Yeah, the North. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. like I understand. Yeah, the, that, the pride of like yeah, how, how valuable that can be. Yeah, it's like yeah, you lived a pure life, I guess, and now you get to ascend into like whatever idea you have of an afterlife as like a as a worshipped person. But it's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, like it's not. I don't know, man. It's just like if everyone had lived that way, if mm. everyone was like fucking that intense, this would be hell, man. Uh, yeah, this would be well, hell. I feel like the principle, <laughs> everyone still has that basic principle, though. Well, not everyone, I imagine, but the idea of like uh, preservation, you know, I feel like a lot of the that mentality you're talking about of like the a warrior's death, you know, is to immortalize yourself like as an individual. Because, like, what's yeah. the, the biggest fear in life is death, so the best way to deal with that is to create a world in which you die, like, a legendary warrior. So, like, in your head, I'm going to Valhalla. Even if it's not true, everyone who ever has heard my name will know I was some fucking sick ass. You know, my legacy lives on. I feel like everyone has that in a different form, though, not through, like, I must achieve this through bloodlust. But, you know, same way we have some people have kids just to, like, uh, subconsciously, you know, produce their bloodline further. Like, people are so afraid of dying that they have kids to, like, oh, this kid will do the things I wanted to do in life and I'll vicariously still exist, you know? Yeah, that's it's interesting. Uh, that's one of those weird things, right? We can't ever really understand about ourselves. It's like our, our need, even though we are able to bypass that, like, nothingness, mm-hmm. like, it, it, <laughs> That like I mean at yeah. the end of the, the day everything's weirdness. gonna get eaten up but for some reason we really want to be remembered by somebody even though they're gonna not be remembered at some point too yeah it, the, it, the, the great second death maybe it's just like a defense mechanism maybe it's just a coping thing that are, yeah maybe yeah I'm, I'm sure even primally you know that that like the reason that people look at like car crashes and stuff is that like fear instinct mm. in them that it's like you see something dangerous on the news and so you're drawn to it because internally your your caveman brain is like is danger nearby do i need to be safe do i need to run away mm. you know so i feel like there's that morbidness inside that will always have that do you that uh, type of push i'm gonna get on to the music now but um to <laughs> this has all been not music i know no, no this is fine <laughs> no the, the curated music that we, that we pre-picked out <laughs> oh it's fine it's fine we're, we're getting to the music though now i like uh, this soft song being called gates of hell <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a funny thing I've never thought about. It's always the joke of like, oh, the Iron Murder plays when you get into hell. You know, the every normie person is like, oh, I bet this plays when you get into hell. We got Enterprise be Earth, the world without was, us, everybody. Be funny if song. it was an acoustic song. <laughs> the world with is this. Is t- I'm excited to hear this. We were just talking about how uh, dark. What was that? Yesterday we watched Dark Magic. Yeah, yeah. They had a, <laughs> they had another song. That's playing. actually hilarious. The Deftones thing. Everyone is like. This is the new thing. I think I think we're starting to slide out of it a little bit. This is this seems a little more. It's like the shoegaze, like yeah, yeah, she definitely moaning shoegaze. over in, in shoegaze. Yeah, yeah, that's Deftones. <laughs> I mean, yeah, shoegaze is definitely like a byproduct of Deftones. I won't argue on that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's I'm being reductive and saying that everyone is being Deftones, but just that style of like mm-hmm. the yeah. Sleep Token just blew up with this new revitalization of that formula. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is, he who possesses the most female attention uh, the most thrives the best. <laughs> so uh, do what you got to do, I guess. But just make sure uh, the infinity. Make modes. sure the, the the fucking streets uh, don't call you out. <laughs> just get married and stop worrying about pussy, guys. 
Dude, I don't. I, there was a point when I had like basically the same hair as this guy. I still have like some highlights. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, where the tips were. Right? He's got yeah. more hair than me for sure. Yeah, he's a very sick vocalist. Not that he's showcasing anything crazy right now, but just his uh, evolution as a vocalist has been great to watch. I think uh, I think Dan's cried a few times over this. Um, you know, I feel like he feels pretty proud in his decision. If I'm being earnest, from what I've observed online, he seems like he he wouldn't have made this call if he wasn't like super secure with the uh, internal decision to you know make that. That yeah. Maybe in the future, but I think right now he feels pretty strong about making the right call. The only reason I ask is because the song that we heard yesterday, mm-hmm. um, best best shit I've ever wish, heard from. Wish them. those hi hats were a little louder. Dude, they're thrash. Uh, a little wacky, a little wacky riff, huh? They're fucking thrash. Uh, obviously, they've had it for like the past couple of releases, but I'm I'm here for it. I think it's a good mix for them. Yeah. Just the random, yeah, just like fucking circle pit bitches. I love it. Oh, dude, this is wild and uh, random. Wild and wacky and random. I I did uh, karaoke at a bar for the first time in my life the other week. Well, what song did you do? Uh, we did uh, uh, Under the Bridge by <laughs> Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. Dang. And, Dang. Uh, and Spice Girls. The Which one? Uh, tell Me What I Want, or Tell You What I Want. Oh, nice. I was expecting waterfalls for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was fucking. I don't know, like probably uh, it was for Nicole's uh, her cousin's birthday. It was so, <laughs> bro, it was so awkward. Uh, <laughs> we went to this Mexican restaurant and it was all fine and dandy. The dude whose birthday we were there for was like having the worst time. He was so. Like mean and rude and just like not it's into his the night. And he's not about it. Yeah, like, the, the first first thing I said to him was just like, "Oh, yo, dude, happy birthday!" Like, uh, you know, what made you want to come here? And he said, "I didn't want to come here." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is a, this is gonna be a great night." Yeah. <laughs> his first thing was, "I don't want to be here." Some guys, especially, they they really don't like to to be acknowledged when they get older. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's an individual. I mean, I know tons of females that hate talking about age, too. They hate birthdays? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, the, acknowledgement, the I acknowledgement know, I know of hardly. aging. <laughs> I don't know anyone. Uh, so we went to a bar after dinner. He chose uh, this criteria. He said, I want to go to a bar that I know, and I want to go to a bar that has karaoke. And so we, we met those two requirements and went to um, the Roundup in... in in Roy and the Roundup the Roundup there's a there's a bar in Roy mm-hmm. that's like kind of sick or uh, that does karaoke I don't know Yeah, I mean it was it was fun I don't know it wasn't sick but they had like shuffleboard and stuff the, okay. uh, well, that is that sense. the right one where the, with like the fucking the, sand the giant table yeah and you like lightly yeah. throw something shuffleboard's yeah, a commitment man that's a sick game but continue uh, yeah the, and then we yeah we were doing there was a, it was a good amount of people it was fun there was people doing karaoke and everyone was drunk as shit there uh, and I, yeah, I've always wanted to do karaoke, but I'm such a pussy about it. And then, uh, <laughs> Nicole's, uh, cousin was, like, definitely a little more blitz than, than us and was like, let's, guys, let's all, we should all sing an Eminem song. <laughs> I was like, please don't do that. Please don't sign us up for that. 
and she signed us up for it, and it was uh, fucking Lose Yourself. <laughs> oh no, man! <laughs> that one, that song. I, is... I only who who knows beyond the first verse in the chorus. Like, you did, you'd be surprised. Bro, that's, that's like the, the I, white yeah, person fair. anthem. You know? I know. I only committed to knowledge the first verse, the spaghetti verse. The spaghetti verse, <laughs> dude. It was horrible. That bro, song you never is, saw Eight Miles. song was like five minutes long, and I didn't know any words. I was like, "This is on you, dude. You do this." <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, we did the Red Hot Chili Peppers song. I was just like, I don't even know this song very well. I just know the beginning. You just know how to go. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I did. I did the cringe though, Justin. At the end, I, I was like, it was like a high note, and so I did like a architect's like yell thing. Oh, that's okay. And the okay. the sound guy was like, yeah, <laughs> he got so excited. And then the next song was the Spice Girls one that, that somebody else picked. And he came up and he's like, do your thing, man. Do your thing. He like made me take the mic. I was like, oh no. Well, dude, that's <laughs> the awkward. that's the beauty of karaoke, I'd say. Mm-hmm. is like it everyone is nervous their first time yeah. going up. But the point of it is to completely let loose yeah, and let the, go. Yes, the you let know? loose factor. It's like everyone there is there. No one really cares. No one is competing for the best spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people, yeah, they do like, fucking uh, kill it. But Like it's, when you hardcore dance at like a show or something for the first time and you're yeah, kind of like, oh, yeah. this, yeah, th- no, this feels great. This is not as bad as I was. Like I, I've been so afraid and almost to the point where I've been like, oh, people that do karaoke are usually just like, you know, sad locals or something. And... That was such a fucking uh, underplay of how cool and fun karaoke can be. Like, it, I definitely recommend it getting out of your shell and trying it, even if you're... Nobody cares if you can't sing. No, most of the people there can't sing. We got Vile Earth fun. Leech, everybody. Yo, shout out Vile Earth. This band is sick as fuck. Yeah, no, I, I get it, though, man. I uh, The first time I ever did karaoke, first mm-hmm. time ever, uh, it was in Portland at a strip club, and the, the whole setup was, like, you go on stage with a stripper... And she does her thing while you do your thing. What? Yeah, yeah and dude, let me tell you. <laughs> that sounds like a Japanese game show. Well, funny enough, uh, the specific club actually got, did get uh, recognition from a Japanese game it was, show. It was in the back of a Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dealership. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was my first time ever doing it. And let me tell you, yeah, I sucked, but I, for some reason, I just I understood okay. in that exact moment that I first started just sucking. I was like, oh, this isn't about being the best. This is about just like... Having a fun time, being silly, and just you know, and even if it's like isn't the best or whatever, and nobody even cares, I feel like that internally does a lot for just you as a person, like being okay with, like I don't know, I, my whole life I've I've built up that like I don't like talking to people in public or like engaging because it's like it's like what's even the point, you know? And that's kind of how I felt a little bit about that of like why even do this, but then doing it, it's like oh yeah, that duh, that's what life's all about, making these little memories and shit. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not wrong at all. I, I agree with that, man. Dude, yeah, as you know, it's a bit older, but dude, that Ghost Inside song out uh, was it Outlive or Outlast? I think it's Outlive. The they have that that lyric the uh, you, you'll was it, I'll be buried with my memories and you'll just be dead. Mm. That type of like living like that's I, like, such a philosophy that I love to carry of just yeah like I don't want to live my life planning my death. You know yeah yeah. I feel like so many people are just like what about in five years? What about mm-hmm. in this? Which is you know great obviously if you want to have your plan and stuff. But when that's all you can think about, I feel like it creates such a bad mentality. You know where you yeah like you accomplish something and then you're immediately like what about the next thing? And that is that's so detrimental. Like to to not be like, yeah, I did, I accomplished this. Let me like revel in that for a moment of like, fuck yeah, I did that thing. Now I, and then now that I've acknowledged it and I've 
got my dopamine rush. Yeah. Now I can work on the next thing. But I feel like we have such a not a hustle culture because it's always been there. It's the work till you die thing. Yeah. You know? like, well, it's competition. It naturally exists. You it's self competition, even you know, like well, pe- yeah. people have that pride of like, yeah, I can't let my neighbor have more than me or whatever. And something I've learned is uh, definitely live in the moment, enjoy the moment, but don't overanalyze it, don't overthink it, because then the moment passes, and then you're just the moment yeah. is just you in your head about that dude, moment that happened. That dude, that's me with uh, crowd surfing, dude. My I was like crowd? so I never did it. I never did it my, my <laughs> whole life. I never. I keep saying my whole entire life. Never did it because I was always like, oh, I'm like, I'm like just and too then big. Then at karaoke, you were crowd surfing. <laughs> crowd surfing <laughs> twelve people. Uh, I did the Benny Shoal. I uh, was like, I'm never doing that. I'm too big. Nobody will do it. But you know, it's a sea of people. <laughs> I did it on the American Safari tour that we uh, in Atlanta. I think it was a couple days before you guys joined on. But uh, it was a fucking packed out show, and that was a f- I got to dive into the crowd, and that was the sickest thing. I finally got a crowd surf. <laughs> Badass, yeah. I, I, I still have never done it. I've always been a little too nervous. I've always felt like I was too big or some shit, you know. Dude, I, I, I my neighbor told me one time he crowd surfed and somebody st- stuck him with something like, like a key or we like got a, dead seven tape mouth, like a fucking pocket knife or something. He had like a wound on his side. When he was, I was like, that scared me. I was like, I don't want to be the guy that gets stabbed in a fucking while crowd surfing. Yeah, yeah. But then I've, I'm, I, he probably made that shit up. Like I've yeah. never ever in my life heard of that since outside of that one guy. Oh, dude, this is sick. Tyler just showed me this band. Oh, yeah, we were listening to this the other day, weren't we? Yeah, Mr. Rosso, the, the dude I do those micro-parodies with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how he found this group, but they're super underground. But, dude, this singer, man, to be able to carry just, like, open space with your voice is such a, uh, a talent. Like, you have melody, intonation, like, it's all... Intonation doesn't apply to a voice. I meant to say, uh, what am I trying to say? Timbre. And that little vocode in the back. Yeah, it's layers. It's classy. A little groovy action, you know? Yeah, this is like if you want to listen to Sleep Token, but you don't want to Im- be embarrassed by uh, popular trends. <laughs> like, no, I don't listen to Sleep Token, bro. I listen to to Dead Seven. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, if, if you don't mind disclosing it, what, what's the next thing uh, you and uh, Tyler are gonna work on? You think? Ooh, um, so on Wednesday next week we're going to. Uh, the what is it Within Destruction tour and Carcosa is playing. It's their first ever like tour, I think, just in general. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't think Bane has ever toured outside of the U.S. Like Johnny's in Angel Maker, so I'm sure that he's been out with them and done his shit. But I'm pretty sure this is the first time that Mr. Andrew Bane has ever toured outside of the U.S. Uh, and so, so it was like the perfect setup of like we just did. We had Spirit Box and Kublicon planned. And then we had an open third, you know, week. And yeah. that was the week that they're in Seattle. So we thought it would be awesome to include them somehow. So, yeah, we're going to have them feature uh, 
not like instrumentally or lyrically because that doesn't make sense like just you know they're they are carcosa it would just be weird yeah uh, it'll make more sense so, when it's actually yeah so I, I think i think what they're gonna do is just ha i'm gonna have them just do the intro so they're just gonna be like hi we're carcosa and then it'll just cut to us <laughs> and i think it'd be funny if they uh you know we're wearing like hoodies or something that were very recognizable and then they just let us put those on so we just like take their spot you know uh, I'm, exci I'm excited to do that one. Yeah, funny. Johnny's got a an interesting sound, so I'm, I'm excited to try that out. I don't really know lyrically what he writes about because I've only heard their songs. I haven't digested lyrically. I, I just met someone uh, the other day that actually was like uh, trying to. I think they actually had like a pretty fat crush. You know, they had a fat crush on Johnny. Go. And they okay. were like, uh, the vocalist that. of that band is like, so there's something about him that's so fucking hot and shit. And I was just like, Johnny? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Johnny's got like, a, I could put you in my pocket and carry you around type of energy. <laughs> I just uh, I just thought it was funny because I was just like, uh, oh, you just know him as, uh, as the... I, th I think they knew he was in Carcosa, but they Ooh. just couldn't even say the name of Carcosa. <laughs> it's, one of those, it's one of those band names, you know, it's like, uh, unless it's uh, the, like, fucking Metallica or something, no mm. one's going to fucking remember. Or if you like if that. you don't know, like, the lore. Uh, dude, yeah, I had the a, lore. The lore. I had a dumb moment with that. Um, the fly and the bee, everybody. This is Darko. Yeah, dude, fucking... Okay, so... the other, I can't remember his name. The other guy in this band that isn't Tom, the dude who does all the music... The yeah. instrumentals and stuff. He's in uh, Spite also, and I think Mirror. Wait, wait, he does what? He's the, the drummer of this band. He does, oh, he does okay. all, he does everything in this other than vocals. Like he produces it. He does the all the post effects. He does drums. He does guitar, bass. Like he programs all of it. Uh, and he also is the drummer for Spite. And I'm pretty sure I could be wrong about this. I know he's in another like decent sized band. I think it's a Mirror, but I could be wrong about that. But dude, they just put out a like a 13 song album last year, yeah. 2022, and then the, <laughs> it was like the first week of the year they put this out. I was like, damn, bro, you guys be putting shit out. That's awesome. Hey, uh, it's impressive shit. Try to stop putting your hand right there. Oh, is it like covering the camera? Yeah. <laughs> it's also shaking the cameras. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> been a while. <laughs> Did you ever see the the weird thing with this with the parodies? Where Tom was like, didn't get it. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that. I, dude, I mean, what a dumbass. I mean, I'm. I'm <laughs> if you don't understand comedy, I get it. You're such a fucking serious badass. But like, I'm just like, dude. I mean, I'm sure after he got fucking roasted by that entire comment section, he just realized like, oh fuck, maybe I should just delete this comment. But he just, I yeah, don't know. that was yeah, it was a bummer situation. Yeah. I've uh, yeah, I've always I've always really like Tom as a as an artist and he's such a like I feel like he writes he writes very artistically and he's a you know question everything type of guy and <laughs> didn't read the like description of the video yeah it's a very weird situation Dude, but that, that was literally the only one we've had where somebody didn't really fuck with it so yeah well you know, I mean it's pretty it's a winning record that's pretty good I mean some people take themselves very seriously though so yeah. it's just like if they're if you catch them at the wrong moment mm. in their life and they see something that's like satire or comedy yeah. or parody, dude, you know that dude, that's something that's kept me up awake at night recently. Is that, uh, that's it, what you get for doing music comedy, homie. <laughs> oh, dude, you're, yeah, you're right. It is my fault for sure. But dude, that that's been my struggle my whole life. Of like, I I've tried desperately to absorb the Norm Macdonald approach to life, where I'm just gonna make jokes for me, and if you guys fuck with it, awesome. But I cannot lose 
sleep over people not getting my jokes because that just makes it not funny. You know, I, I, I understand that now. I'm sorry, keep doing that. I, I've always been a stickler of like, there's comedy in explaining jokes. There can be importance in explaining jokes because, so you know, sometimes you can appreciate a joke when it's been deconstructed, but now I'm such a stickler for just like, bro, I'm just going to make me laugh. And if, if you guys think it's funny, fine. Because, th- yeah, this doing these parodies, <laughs> the amount of people that just don't get it is, like, astonishingly funny. The people that are like, what song is this? Or uh, my new favorite is when people just say, yeah, you fucking wish. <laughs> it's like, that's not what... We're, yeah. not, we're not actually trying to pretend yeah. to be them. Yeah, it's, dude. Uh, yeah, you can't, you can't spend your life trying to... <laughs> Correct people on that shit. Yeah, dude. That's, if they get uh, it, they get it. Awesome. That's the world, man. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't tell you how many people just have a significantly uh, different understanding of what comedy is. You know, dude, what's a fly to a bee, bro? A fly can't tell a bee. What? What if the? I don't know. Horse flies, mm-hmm. man. I feel like horse flies could fuck up a bee <laughs> pretty bad. Those <laughs> motherfuckers bite. I don't even think they got like. Yeah, but a colony of bees. Yeah, dude, this is, uh, we're about to have those fucking, uh, murder hornets now, you know? They're coming. That We were supposed to have them last year, but I didn't see a single one. Bro, did you know murder hornets have photographic memory? Continue with the lie? No, that's tr- that's real. I'm not, I know it sounds like one of those gaslight things, but... No, they literally, like, remember people, and there's been cases where they wait outside of people's homes, like... You were that motherfucker that ruined our net. Like you literally will wait on like the gutters for people. I don't under. How do we? How do we uh, figure that out? That's. Bro, how does? How do you put music on a CD, dog? You really gonna get hung up on science right now? Well, I mean, like, how do we? How do we know? Like the. How does a voice come out of a speaker, Justin? Explain that. It's like I mean, there. It's definitely it's a unique voice. It's above my pay grade. Exactly. For sure, my, but yeah, that's my point. Is that, that it's all vibrations, homie? It's all vibrations and fucking okay. zeros and ones. That's the what is that? That's the fucking Kali Ma thing you just made me read. Some people spend their whole lives uh, punching zeros and ones together, and they understand how to like uh, make a world out of it. Other people understand the science of science. sound and vibrations, and they figure out how to. Like, it's all science. Transplant that to a fucking vinyl record. And from there, it's a digital thing, and they put it on a CD. And from there, it's an MP3. And then we got streaming now. All right, well, check this out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I work with a lot of audio files, so I'm murder like... Murder Hornets can just uh, have good memory. How about that? He's smoking a cigarette outside of your house, and he says, Hey, bitch. You remember me? Remember me? <laughs> pulls out a Glock. Yeah. <laughs> We got uh, the, the John, John candy. candy. The world is a vampire, and it feels so good. It does. It does feel so good. Excuse me. This is a copyright. The music video. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. It's just movie scenes. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to take this turn. Man, I, I really do want to know what the competitive world of, like, street dancing is like. Because it's got to be fucking crazy. It's just all about uh, being sturdy right now. How sturdy are you? How sturdy are you? Yeah, do you get sturdy? <laughs> if anything, I am, like, stiff. <laughs> Help me. Stiff from sitting in a chair. <laughs> Help me, and, please. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, a, little, a little groovy. Definitely some groove going on. Where'd you find these guys? I don't even, I don't even want to tell you because 
because it's yeah, kind of I know too, you're I know you're all embarrassing. Over you, yeah, it's all no, it's 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 not embarrassing. It's just kind of funny uh, because like you, I can't tell you and it not be funny. I was on Instagram scrolling through highlight reels, yeah. <laughs> and, and a hardcore Keem reaction came up to this song. That's hilarious. Where he does one of his three reactions. But no, yeah, this song, there's like a, a drop towards the end that's very sick. Oh, dude, I, I've told you about this, but I haven't told the internet world yet. Uh, uh, total sadness, bro. Strangled. The band Strangled. They've taken all of their music off of YouTube, including that sick farewell show video, which... I really wanted to make a YouTube video on that band and use that video as like, yo, one day this will be as legendary as that video of uh, the Chariot performing at somebody's house. You ever seen that video? Yeah, yeah. Legendary video. Uh, oh god, there's a oh that's it's called the that's right the video is called the Periot because the reason they went to the house show is because the guitarist accidentally knocked over a glass. A bowl of pears, and so the venue <laughs> shut the show down. They're like, no, those are expensive. That was eight ten cent pears and my grandma's favorite dish. <laughs> this show's over, guys. But that strangled video, bro. There was a farewell tour, or not tour, a show they did, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And Orphan, I don't think is gonna continue their new group with the the two vocalists. Yeah. I heard they're, the guy that does the yells like can't do it anymore and mm. they haven't done much since that like three song release. Eh. It's, oh, it's tragic, dude. That I, band was so cool. They were, man, but uh, I think I think at some point we'll, we'll see some type of comeback from at least one or a couple of them, you know? Hopefully. They're too talented of musicians, you know? It's the, they just probably the, need not, that break, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the talented thing too is like for me, what really always stood out about those two brothers was the, the, uh, what am I trying to say? The, like the believability in what they said and how they presented it. Yeah. Like yeah, they're, I get that. For like a deathcore beatdown band, I, I felt their fucking lyrics. I feel like they always had such a good, like intense message and it, you felt it behind the words. It's a bummer to like lose a band like that. Oh, for sure, man. For yeah. sure. But I mean that's just that's just that's just life, right? Um, it's like a, a Dahlia or a Destria. Like, if you if you love something, support it. That's uh that's just something I've learned, you know. <laughs> Bro, yeah, that speaking was, of that. That was pretty crazy, I'm not gonna lie. It was fun, right? That was that was great. Yeah, they, the whole like, time, but fun metal They started did a Green Day. There was like a Green Day song in there <laughs> they had. <laughs> yeah, they it's just we have fun music for fun. Yeah, no. Change it up, you know? Life's not that serious. Can I get that uh a little nipple. Can I get you to move your fucking drink from the camera? I, I gotta drink it really quick, though. No. If you, the faster you give me the nipple, the faster I can move that Thank stuff. Thank God there's an ad. Thank <laughs> uh, We got giddy and more power and more pain because, I mean, you know this band. If, if, if it's not about, you know, letting the world know that they fucking came from fucking nothing. It's, I, wish, uh, I wish the song was called More Cow, More, more Boy. More Cow, More Boy. <laughs> I haven't seen the video, but I've heard this song. It's a great song. Uh, oh, there you, it is. Did, yeah, was that an <laughs> an anvil hit? <laughs> no, I think he took, like, I think he had, like, a... He hit a drum a set. A sledgehammer, and he just hit a, like, drum set or Why something. Why did yeah. it spark? I don't know. Man, straight up rocking that cowboy. Oh, it's an oil drum. That's, it's oh, or, like, okay, an egg okay, or something. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah, did you see the uh, when they they did their Facebook uh, post before they put out new music, and it had the like band photo with homie wearing the cowboy hat. I didn't see that. No. <laughs> it was all yeah. The, everyone, all the comments were just filled with uh, "Giddy on up." Like for the, the new sound for Giddy on up. Drummer's being kind of brave with the red hat. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> the cowboy look. But then again, I mean, in Texas, you could absolutely get away with like being a popular like Trump supporter. Are they from Texas? No, no, seriously, man. Like it's just I, the cowboy hat. When like, I was in Dallas, to... dude, like major city in Texas, like. Mm. Dallas was like straight up a Republican major city. I was pretty blown well, yeah. away. But like, I mean, everywhere you'd go, it'd just be like, you know, uh, some type of Trump sign. Just, I don't know. You know, Karens and shit everywhere. But they still had the Whole Foods, so I was confused. I was like, man, this is the first Republican city with the Whole Foods. Oh, uh, bro. Yeah. All, of course, Karens love Whole Foods. It just took a minute for them to find it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like that that meme that Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Predator meme, you know, the handshake thing yeah. of like Karen. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you son of a bitch! Yeah, for like old white women and young like millennial Gen Zers, it's like Whole Foods. That's where the yeah. middle ground is. They just had to find it first. I think uh, I think the thing, my biggest takeaway. From uh, this band in particular, They're, one, their drummer is insanely good. Uh, but two, the thought that goes into uh, the way this band writes, mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure, I mean, feel free to correct me, anyone, uh, but the the work that the guitarist does with the pre-production to, like, craft these riffs and stuff, mm-hmm. it's so clever, man. It's so, it's so uniquely them. Yeah. And I think that's why, to this day, I still just really like Gideon. Yeah, they they're they're an interesting band where they, like, they have that spot in my brain where like, I don't know, like somewhere like a Silent Planet hits where I'm like, yeah, they're sick, but I'm not like a huge fan or you know I don't search out everything they do, but there's something about Gideon, yeah, when they put out a track, I'm like, fuck, they just they got this mm, in the pocket, yeah, like that makes sense. Are you saying the guitarist like curates it to? The most like likable Gideon aspects. Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, No Love is uh, still their best one? Or yeah, I think I, I so. think so. Yeah, I, saw, I saw someone talking about that the other day. Fucked. They were like, "Hey, Gideon's tight," but like that was the best yeah, shit they that ever was... did. So yeah, and I mean, I think every band has to face that at some point, right? Like they have their best shit that they put out. Like how yeah, that's fine though. You know, if you yeah. if you're an NBA star and you run a fucking you know, a perfect, you ran a hundred points that night. Should anyone like downgrade your future games because you're not putting up a hundred every night? Damn. A hundred points? That's obviously a fucking unreal, not but believable no. thing. But my point is, well, the like, basketball games do get up there, man. They get but up. one guy though doing a hundred points. That's, <laughs> that's I just, that, made, that like made me tired Space thinking Jam about 3. it. <laughs> 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 we got, what is it? What is it? Enter Shikari. Please set me on fire. Yeah, I'm still. I, I showed you. I've, I think I've showed you the audio for the bowl song a few times. The bowl song. Yeah. The, like bowl uh, or bowl. Your like, bowl in my mind is a china shop. We've listened to that on like the in, on the way to Seattle, but this hmm. just came out. It's like a, the follow up single. Industry Kari is fun. They're they're such a, like an 
I, definitely I use, unique. Yeah. They're an artistic band. You Very know, artistic, yeah. If that makes sense. Where they're they're one of those bands that they have never changed their sound for an audience. They've consistently put out the music they fuck with, and people like it. You know, if they like it. And I, I oh god, I'm such a big supporter of bands just doing what they want to do and not trying to follow like the producer trend of of hey let's hire a ghostwriter and let him write us what's popular yeah i mean they definitely have a cult following for sure mm-hmm. and even more i feel like they're breaking out of that recently which is kind of, which is pretty pretty sweet it's a unique idea for video lyrics on like the tv up front and it's like shot where that's the focus. <laughs> Yo, the classic fucking mosh move, bro. You missed it. He did the iconic windmill arm. Remember that? That was the OG like 2008 mosh move, dude. Where you spin your own arm so fast it moves you physically. <laughs> Damn. I fucking love that. You know what move I'm talking about? I do, yeah. That is such. That's my favorite mosh move, dude. Dude, one time I saw this guy rip his shirt off of his chest throw a couple fucking you know strikes and then he did a backflip you're like okay like, what shit. the fuck man <laughs> i'm so happy that that was the same i had a backloaded thing i wanted to tell you too where it was the is that red room and some kid did he was you could tell he was like it would be the red room he's never been to like a show and he's like oh people are doing crazy acrobatics i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my move and so he, he like you know the room cleared out and he ran and did a backflip and it was like so clean and everyone like lost their shit and was like oh my god and then he did the thing where he saw everyone liked it and was like, I'm going to keep doing that. It's and so he kept, he kept like backflipping and it, it just lost its magic every time he did it. Dang. And, you know, and like he, he did like a, uh, a backflip into like a handspring into another backflip, but we were all so like tired of the backflips that like no one even said. We're just like, yeah, anyway. Anyway. Steve, we're still moshing. Yeah, this yeah. Is we're all here for the show, not your backflip. Yeah, quit so. backflipping, my <laughs> man. We heard the joke. You don't have to say it three more times. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. no, yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, so funny because that's such like doing a backflip is impressive, let alone like twenty in a row. <laughs> but we're all we're so desensitized that nobody cares. Like that's what what good endurance from that young man. <laughs> How old was he? Do you think? Uh, he was young. He was probably like, fresh out of high school, like 18 or something. Like, you know, the the most fertile he'll ever be. That's a crazy thing I just said. <laughs> the sounds, most fertile. Yeah, I meant that to be like a, you know, when you're a young man. Yeah, you were like, you were like <laughs> licking your horrible. lips when you saw that backflip. You're like, dang, that's a I said, that's, that's a fertile impressive. young man right man, there. Man, I really, uh, I want to get to know this, uh, <laughs> this young boy. I want to get to know the inner uh, mechanisms of his thigh. <laughs> Last 10 seconds of life. Dreams of extermination. We've talked a little bit <laughs> about this band. MySpace uh, Deathcore song. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dream of it. But, dude, this dude's voice, man. Sorry, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, we've uh, talked about them. We, we've, been t- we've been talking about this band uh, a little bit over the past uh, couple months. Mm-hmm. Just uh, with how impressed uh, we are, actually, with... Like, you, you didn't, didn't want to like the new Last 10 Seconds of Life because of the drama that went down, but... Mm-hmm. But he won me over. The vocalist won me over, bro. God damn, yeah. I don't know if he's also writing the lyrics, but I I fuck with his lyrics too. They're a little I mean, I don't think Storm was such like an artist. He he had like such a uniqueness about how he wrote, not just how he sounded. But I I fuck with this guy's writing, if he's the one writing. I like that. It's literally as if they uh 
took out all the old people and put like a bunch of new young people in this band and then they're still like <laughs> yeah, Wyatt, funny. their original guitarist. But he's really just the only original member now. Which is kind of weird. Uh, I still to this day feel like it shouldn't be called Last 10 Seconds of Life. That's their own call. I'll let I mean, them... Well, dude, that's the thing though, man. You can't expect bands to change their name when they change sounds anymore because that's that means you have to create a whole new following and that's impossible in the modern yeah, no, I, I get that I, I do understand that but I mean just you know respect to the name like uh, I mean I, yeah but by that logic like fucking Whitechapel should have a different name eh, I get well I guess you're right but Whitechapel also had like three guitar players at once so yeah but I, <laughs> the principle is there of like yeah, just because you change I, your sound doesn't mean you should be a different band yeah <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you got it twice. <laughs> A little bit of suffering, huh? Ooh, that really does uh, tickle my bones. Stupid heavy, yeah. This is fucking great. Dude, also, uh, I am... Bro, no, uh, not nobody, but there's so many... My biggest issue with, like, deathcore and metalcore nowadays is that, like, I don't fucking believe what you're saying, ever. Like, I don't buy your... Like, I'm so fucking mad! <laughs> you know that? Yeah, like, yeah. But, like, when this dude, like, he has a line that he fucks with and he says it, like, three or four times, that is so powerful for me. When somebody, like wants you as the listener to pay attention to what he's saying like oh like that's hard as fuck bro god no but i get what you're saying you're saying that a lot of uh, a lot of heavy music especially today is very uh it, disbelievable like because it's like it's, it's so oversaid it's so like it's recycled oversaid but for the reason that it's um it's marketable you know like it's it's like with, uh, you know, horror movies, even, like like Smile, right? Smile's a great example, like a parallel to what I'm talking about, where I can acknowledge that this is a horror movie and people will be scared by certain things, but as someone who loves to be challenged as a, as a watcher and, and appreciate, like, artistic choices, this movie's, like, done nothing for me. Like, I can appreciate what you're doing, and that's for like metalcore and shit for me nowadays and deathcore. Like a lot of these bands that come out, uh, I'm just like, yeah, I get it. I totally understand why people fuck with this and why people like this. For me though, I do. I'm. This does nothing for me because I've been through it already. Like, yeah. and, and if I want, it, I don't believe you. That's like I get my main takeaway is that if you're, I feel like we kind of talked about that earlier too. Is that when you're in like these genres of even like rap or metal and shit, the if you're not believable and you're like you don't have conviction in the things you're saying, I don't like really want to keep listening to that if, if I don't believe it. Uh, well, I guess that's not fair. I, I like a lot of like you know just shitty like throwaway songs too well, that's for like different. the bop of that. that. That's but different. I guess I'm talking about I would say the different. artistic like a, yeah like when I when I talk about my favorites, I'm never talking about those throwaway you know uh, tracks that are just like fun bops that get stuck in my head when I, when I think of like my favorites I think of things that clearly had like years put into it even like uh, like Language by Contortionist is one of my favorite I think that will forever be one of my favorite things ever created just cause like lyrically instrumentally the cadence the flow the mood like everything just 
fucking tickles me perfectly, and you can tell they put it so much time into. Oh, this should go here, and we should move this around. We and got Jakey go drive off of a bridge. And I, yeah, I just feel like I don't get a lot of that conviction my, and, and shit. My only argument with that, mm-hmm. and uh, the only reason I say this is because I'm in the same boat Maybe as what, you. Yeah, devil's advocate, me, bro. Is uh, like I I feel the same way personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are able to call bullshit on on certain trends like that. I feel like I am too. And what what does it do to us? It turns us off. It turns us off completely from the genre, from the scene, mm-hmm. from the band. Yeah, it kind of creates like a bitterness a little bit. I would, yeah. No, it changes the entire like ecosystem of music in, entirely. It's, mm-hmm. it's why like you know trends come and go. Like why there was like fucking. Uh, early 2000s late 90s euro pop and why it's no longer a thing really mm-hmm. yeah i guess i should just i mean dubstep is a great uh, example you know it's <laughs> funny I, I guess yeah i guess i should adopt the mentality that i was talking about with comedy of just like making com- i make jokes for me like I, I don't need you to get it i guess that should just be the approach for art too if mm. if you're not trying to sell let's dig deeper Whatever yeah, makes yeah, you I happy, do. Austin. That's what I would say. Because I mean, some people, well, yeah, but some people, they need you know, like mm-hmm. uh, well, art. I mean, like money doesn't make me happy, but yeah. I need it. Yeah, but like, like you're, you know. you're, you are a pretty social person. I feel like naturally, like I don't yeah. know if I am. I don't know if that's right. You, you like to, well, you like to hang out with the people that you can click with. I'll, I'll say that. I, well, I like, yeah, I like genuine. You enjoy community. You enjoy like mm-hmm. having conversations that Matter. continue. Uh, I don't know, I guess to expand your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I hate, like, I I get annoyed with myself with how much I hate small talk. Uh, if that I makes any t- sense. No, I, I, that's the shit that makes me fucking depressed, like I feel, man. Like, I feel bad when I, people will say, like, you know, that tip, like, hey, how's it, like, how's the work? How's the job? And how's I'm like, the work? Dude, you don't care. You do, like you're just gonna tell me about your job, and I'm gonna tell you about. But who fucking cares, bro? Yeah, Let's hang out and have yeah. fun. Like I don't give a fuck about. But on the inverse of that, man, mm. uh, you feel that way, but they they also feel the same way about us. They're they're like, yo, this guy's like fucking doing some stupid ass dumb shit. He don't make no fucking money because like <laughs> look at my 401k. Like that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that girls care about is like uh, a dude that's really stable in like very secure and boring <laughs> and go, he goes hiking into the beach like once a month mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, I, yeah, has, yeah i guess the whole world no is personality everything's backwards everyone's chasing what they think is the best interest but yeah. it takes them years to realize it's the opposite yeah, yeah i don't know you, you if we'll ever gotta, get out of that you just gotta be happy with yourself man yeah it's a, well, it's, I, it's I a never-ending that, struggle uh, that gets back to what i that's like my was my point though right of like i've come to terms with like i should make comedy just for like for me what i think is funny and if people fuck with it that's awesome if people get it if people don't i shouldn't lose sleep over them not getting it and bend over backwards explaining the joke because that's what i've done most of my life of like oh see you don't get it here's the here's why it's funny and it's like yeah maybe i'll get one or two people to see the joke but ultimately does that matter like maybe i should just let the comedy speak maybe i should just let the art speak yeah you know it's hard man like you can play the game but also there's an artistic side to things like Oh, sorry, my bad. I'll shut up. <laughs> totally free. No, no, it's uh, th- that's a hard one, man. There's a, there's a lot of like uh, there's a lot of like unspoken like uh, things that go with that. Like for instance, it's like yes, one, you need to fulfill your own like artistic endeavor, like what you want to leave as like your art on this world, like mm-hmm. your your indentation on this. On, on life you, you, you have to put that out there you have to be real you have to be yourself because if you don't 
you're gonna die one day and you're gonna be like i never gotta be honest yeah, with full of regret of that but don't, at the same time if you're being like completely honest yeah you become homeless you're living on the street you have the hardest life out there mm-hmm. yeah some people will respect you for being so fucking pure and honest but i mean you're still suffering you know it's like you gotta you gotta find somehow an in-between that's like uh with that yeah without fully monetizing that suffering either because yeah. then, then it becomes too romanticized where you yeah. want to enable the suffering Dude, i didn't realize until probably like last year i think like how many people really view themselves as artists i think mm-hmm. like kind of yeah. really started to like baffle me like i was Which, dude that, my dude my philosophy man it all comes down to perception dude break down your philosophy that is that's people. it right it's dude it's perception it's all perception it's the empty man it's all like what what truly matters the the truth or the lie you know it's all about your perception it doesn't matter if i live my life as honestly and true as possible if someone else thinks differently then that's their reality we got hate myself so, by I escape the fate and oh, that was a uh, camera i'll i'll turn it back on and just uh, i heard a noise bazinga just a little little noise yo escape the fate can you believe it escape the fate um, is still making music okay hey i got a question uh, you don't even have Hit to. Ha- you don't have to have a fucking good answer Hit me for as this. Hard as you can. <laughs> uh, why? This is like a two-part question. Why do bands put out singles that they know they're gonna drop a music video for? Like why did like like this seems like a song where that will have a music video in two weeks. Enterprise Earth just did that, where they they released Dark Magic like two weeks ago as an audio upload only, and then they put out a music video. It does does that not diminish the quality of like the and the like push that it gets or is that like a normal thing or do people just like not know what they're doing or is that what's what you're supposed to do nowadays like do labels want that i, I it's very Dude, odd uh, to me i don't understand I don't what the think point you of can that can answer that question mm-hmm. it's just too it's too big of a question Probably like different per person per band or something it's per different group. every person i feel like a every lot of person bands within don't... that band too you know mm-hmm. everyone has a different idea like yeah like right. when... i feel like a lot of people are just guessing yeah dude. trying to like play the algorithm and just see what happens yeah I, I, I've, I've been noticing a lot lately, like the past like three years or so i just feel like there's so many songs in the rap world that works where you put out a song, people fuck with it, they play it over and over and over again, and then the music video comes out, like that makes sense. But in in metal, a lot of the times, uh, okay, hold on, maybe I'm having an epiphany here. For me, you know, metal and stuff has always been my artistic, like, outlet, but it is just something to be consumed at the end of the day. So obviously there's like a, a business practice to this. So maybe that's just what's happening is that labels and artists within the industry are just being like let's try the the modes that work for pop and for rap and stuff which is to release the single on all platforms and see if people fuck with it maybe it goes viral on tiktok and then depending on how fucked with it was we put money into the music video based on that you know Mm. based off of the the like first two week engagement you know like that could be a very real reality of like let's put out the song the single because i even heard talking to some people uh you know that we're friends with that have like label sh- people and stuff they talked about where like the band said uh oh we should put this song out for our single and the label's like no nah, yeah. we, we should push this song and they'll pick like you know a soft ballad or something because they're like well architects is doing a switch up and you guys kind of sound like that so you guys should put all of your money and efforts into this single and then they do they trust the label's decision it doesn't pan out they sacrifice themselves artistically but also 
it didn't pan out. The label's wrong, and and you suffer for it. Not them. You know, now you just have promoted the song you don't fuck with artistically, and it flopped. Or, you know. Yeah. No. Again, I think that is just too too vast of a fucking question. You know. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I, I did preface it with you don't have to have an answer, dude. I, I, do, I don't know. I think uh, I think for me personally, if I if I could answer that, I, I kind of cringe. Kind of cringe. Yeah. Uh, before I start, uh, Animals as Leaders, Red Miso. Red Miso, that is such an appropriate name for an Animals as Leaders song. Good <laughs> yeah, on you, boys. I've, I, that's a, I feel like a fun topic, too, of just like, what's it like to be an instrumental band that has to name songs? That's got to be interesting, right? Like, how do we capture the vibe? Like, do you think they care about the vibe of the song being captured in the title, or they're just like, let's just come up with a name? I think they were in Japan or something for a tour, and they went to this crazy Asian restaurant, and they were like, oh they're my like, this god. This red miso? It's the craziest You can only get it at this red. one place, you know? It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but getting back to my point, I think, uh, yeah, sorry. I think for me personally, it's like, uh, w- with numbers and shit like that, uh, in regards to like happiness, being mm-hmm. successful being like uh, but also not like taking on other people's art too too seriously fucking dude i uh i don't know i've always i've always lived like yeah you got to make money mm-hmm. i mean in in our career we made we made a little bit of money we never made enough to like you know like live comfortably in our own houses no, and yeah. shit like often, i don't i but, don't think any of us individually were ever paid yeah yeah but um but uh, for, I don't know because of that I think because like I never got like those big paychecks mm-hmm. I just never really cared I never really cared about like uh, trying to do what was successful what was monetary I think that I think the thing for me that really like killed music was like the fact that for a lot of people it's all it's you know it is the, that job mm-hmm. for me like I'd, I'd go work like a an 8 hour shift and then I'd get off and then I would just the rest of my day spend it just like trying to make something that made no sense you know Mm -hmm. and then eventually after so many days so many months uh, so many years we did do that and we had like a pretty successful run from it and i I mean like to to this day i feel like that's uh that's what art is about but it's very different for everyone you know Mm -hmm. because for some people art is a thing to be sold and i get that Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's a philosophy too, you know. It's like you're you're putting yourself out there so vulnerably. You're trying to, I don't know. You're trying to like open the 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 world's eyes uh, into understanding ourselves, everything, you know, life, nature, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're talking about. Comedy. Uh, it could be. Uh, I don't know. Just like a sad story you're you're trying to write or. I don't know. You're just trying to like. You're trying to make other people feel something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, think that's totally. uh, that's the beauty about it. Uh, so I, I I really I don't know. I really hate. And this is such a hipster opinion, but <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. It's like I really do hate the idea before you even write something like what is going to make us, uh, you know, monetizable. What is going to make us profitable? What is going to completely void the purpose of mm. making art? And I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. What, what's yeah. gonna, you know, do the thing that makes us mm-hmm. not artists in right. other people's eyes, but artists and yeah. you know, the average consumer? Yeah, that, yeah, that's unfortunately why so many of these artists have to have like an, a secondary form of uh, revenue. 
Yeah, unfortunately, is that you have to be able to like have an actual job outside of the music if you want to be, you know, this artistic person rather than just like a ghostwriter or like some studio hound that just is like working nonstop for yeah. for doing mixes and stuff. The, it, the side of music that most people don't ever so see interesting, and yeah. like know that they, dude, like think about the amount of people that will never understand how fucking much work it is to mix a song. You know, like that is something that I. Like, it took me a couple years to be like, yeah, I why isn't the mix back in two hours? Like, why don't I have the song already? Not realizing that some people, you know, it's it's all about the person that gets it and how into the, the craft or the song they are. Like, how much effort they want to put into it. Because a mix can be forever. You know, you could do a mix the rest of your life to make a song, like, the most perfect thing ever. But, it, yeah, it comes down to, like, that individual of, like, have I put in enough effort? Or, like, trusting somebody with your art, you know? Like, we've worked with s several different artists, uh, or not artists, but... I guess artists, but people that produced or mixed our songs and stuff, mm. and it's, it's v like, wildly different when you notice... When you get a song back in an hour versus in two weeks, you know? It, how crazy different it sounds to, to you. But that's the, another crazy thing, is that, like, the consumer, for most of the time, doesn't really care to that level. Like, there, there's a certain standard that's expected, you know, to be presented to you on like an iPhone or like headphones but beyond that like like sleep token the, like people that like jerk off over sleep token are like guitar nerds and like producer guys it's, but then it's there's the, now there's it's like changed. the bigger populace that's just like I oh this is sick I vibe to this I, see, I, I fuck with this yeah yeah but I mean even bands like bring me the horizon they've always had this thing where it's like this is digestible this is simple but there is a lot of post-production going on that like you have to be able to afford this level of post production, you know. Like this is the yeah. this is the shit at Nam that they demo out. That like, hey, hey, buddy, I bet you wish you could afford this. Well, maybe you know if you get on I, it early. I think in today's age, I think it's uh, affording uh, the amount of like actual like artists that know how to like create and craft like that specific sound you're going for. Because like at the end of the day, you could be the most brilliant mind. But if you don't know how to fucking edit wave files and shit, mm -hmm. make them sound specifically the way right. that you're going for. Sorry, dude, yeah, that's within music right now. Mm -hmm. Anyways, you know, I mean, well, that, for, I mean, that's that's literally why the fucking uh, sucks to say the title yeah. of producer exists, right? It's it's for people like that who are yeah. all ideas but can't actually. I, I would like, say engineers it. a little more because producer, Engineer, producer I like engineers you have to have like an actual physical talent though. Right? Well, like, well, the secret about engineers are they're actually. Uh, producers too it's just they don't sometimes get well, the that's, what, that's the thing about producers anyone can be a producer you just have to be the guy that was like what if you did this you're a producer now what you if know? we did this we played the what new chelsea grin song sing a, sing to the grave hey deathcore bands you could learn something from this a minute uh no two, two minutes, minutes and 39 and 40 song? seconds guys less than 40 we they don't all have to be seven minutes they don't all have to be into the hellfire guys did you uh did you hear that? Did you hear that first band of the night that we played? Hmm? Two seven-minute songs? I think not. <laughs> the guitarist of this band listened to Darko. He was like, Tom, you want to do more Darko? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess my point is, like... I, I don't even know if it was my point, but... Um, I'm, I'm just going off of what, uh, what, I, what I'm recalling, anyways. Mm -hmm. um, producers, engineers... All those guys, uh, in, in this instance, Tom, they all play a part for sure. A very, a very pivotal, important role. Like, 
Tom seems to be doing a lot of shit. He, you know, he, he's got like a, he's got a few projects he's working on. He's got he's, a good social media name. Like he's a name now. You under know? His, yeah, under his his, his own more than uh, individual name, he's putting stuff out consistently. Mm-hmm. So he's always working with people that are like doing like getting something out. So his name is consistently. Yeah, he's floating. always in the conversation. His legacy. <laughs> no, it's, it's mad important, dude. That's yeah. That's the the tides change so quickly nowadays. Of like, you get you know a a year of relevancy before people you know stop fucking with you completely it's 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 like it's a detrimental world like i i see uh dude on instagram i follow some vocalists that are like younger that are just they put do the content they put out it's like every day they're putting out a new thing like that is such a mindset that i've never had of i've always wanted to be like so confident in my shit that i put out but that's that's been to a detriment you know you fall behind in the relevancy world if you're if you're too hung up on making everything as perfect as you want it to be sometimes you just got to put the song out or put the put the cover out or put the you know the, the thing out that you just were like oh I, this was fun I, I don't know how i feel about this sometimes you just gotta fucking release it and not get so hung up on but it, i mean it could be mixed a little better yeah yeah well, that, that literally happened with you the other day when you guys were getting that mix back for uh, that one. Uh, yeah, I, ha- I literally had that moment of like, I think we should fix this. And then I was like, I, oh, shit. I guess we yeah, shouldn't. It's yeah. not that worth it. And the t- uh, Tyler straight it up said like, well, it's like a it's like a 30 second clip on. <laughs> yeah, he have leveled me. He's like, <laughs> I don't think it matters, Austin. That's Dude. basically what he said. Then honestly, man, in, uh, in Fly, like mm-hmm. we were able to do it as much as we did because like we just like, I think we, we had like. We all a, had a good understanding of what this became. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty like, we, we wanted it to be a very specific way. <laughs> Dude, after we waited a year on Hodide for that Forlorn video. Yeah, I think we, it probably we all fucked reali- us up a little bit. Well, we, we, I think we got what, Lockett, Sonic Bloom. I think everybody. what we realized is that we were down to... If we were willing to wait a year for our artistic vision, that I think that that's you know, continued, is that we'll, <laughs> we'll put in the time and the effort and the money to make sure that it's exactly how we want it, even if it's, nobody cares. Which is, uh, you know, it, it sucks, but it's... I think the people that like that shit will... That's why people have. That's why so many people have tattoos of our shit. That uh, like we weren't that big of a band. Justin. You're talking yourself up a little too much right now, homie. I don't think I am. Uh, I, I think I think for how little of a size we were, the amount of people that have our shit tattooed on them is pretty uh, indicative of like the artistic efforts we put into the fly. I mean, for sure, man. Like I, I agree. Well, then how am I talking myself up? If you agree, I, I, I agree a little bit. But like I don't know. Like when bands like when they when they stop. When they disappear, uh-huh. it's, it's you know it's blips in history, you know. Like I mean, well, yeah. some people still like go back. <laughs> yeah, to but it. that doesn't. I mean, that, what does that even mean though? If like, if it's documented or legacied, it does the point of which it happened mattered? Like, uh, is Joan of Arc does, is Joan of Arc's story less relevant because it's millennia later? Well, first off, Joan of Arc got canceled in the scene two years ago, so... <laughs> canceled in the scene. <laughs> That's funny. No, uh, no, no, my, my, my connection is this, though. It's just, like, there is a current, like, always talked about, like, you wake up, you check your phone. This is mm-hmm. the scene that you're you're 
taking in. Yeah. That's the daily drama. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what music is, man. It's it's daily drama. We don't want to think about it that way, but it's it's well, I mean, daily. It's, it's a bit reductive. I don't know if it's daily drama. Well, well, in today's world, it I is. I think it's, it's a part of it. You gotta put well, that shit out. Media. You gotta get that shit out there, homie. Put that's, a song out every day. You know, <laughs> motherfucker, we do it. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's the that's the repercussions of social media, though. I don't know if that's indicative of like. Art. You know, I was gonna ask you this question in particular, and mm-hmm. I know the answer, but I'm just curious to <laughs> see if there's anything that's anything else is gonna come out of your brain. Hit me with it. Uh, d- Jesus Christ, do you think? Um, I'm asking Jesus, not you. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll wait do you turn. think <laughs> that uh, the internet is making it like harder, like harder for artists now? Uh, yes and no. I, I would I would say there's an argument for both for sure. Expand. Uh, expand. Like uh, if you're willing to. Pl- filling the room. Inhale <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all uh, of the, the air in the in the room. You're a fucking blowfish. Mrs. Puff. Uh. Yeah, I, I would say that, like, tick, like TikTok, for example, has created careers for people that would probably have never gotten the chance to be full-time musicians or content creators. But because of how, uh, what's it, what's it, flash pan? Is that the term where you like instantly cook something like? Flash pan, uh, yeah, pan flash. There's like, what, what, we'll break it down a little more for me. It's like, basically it like, like if you flash cook. Like have you ever flash cooked something or heard of that term? Like you throw it in a like pot, like a flash it's fry. Cooked? Yeah, like like a like fish. Like you don't like have a to deep like fryer or something. Like you don't have to always cook fish all the way through. You know, you can eat it raw. Uh, Fucking raw. So, so when you <laughs> when you flash fry something, it's like you put it in such a, a temperature that it instantly cooks and you instantly take it out. Yeah, it can be deep fried or like whatever or like seared, but it's like you sear it, you flip it, you sear it. It's it's flash fried. It's been instantly you know cooked up. Yeah, I get it. It's like an in- insanely hot surface. But the point is, is like with the the relevancy that I'm saying is that like you, artists have been able to flash fry themselves to like success because they can play these algorithms a lot more easily. You know, that before these algorithms were manipulated by like labels and people like uh, playlist curators and uh, reaction content and stuff. But now you, you could upload, you know, a, a, a track where you're pretending to show your dad for the first time you're rapping, you know, and that blows you up. And now you're a fucking huge successful artist because a hundred thousand people can do your artistic thing yeah yeah exactly yeah a hundred percent if like you you make the sacrifice of like i'm gonna blow up as a joke or that bill clinton kid we were just talking about the i would like to nominate uh bill clinton as my uh, my rehabilitated rabbi bill that dude (laughs) right he just did a collaboration video with oliver tree yeah he was in, he's been in like five or six Oliver Tree videos. Well, dude, that's the weird thing Just about... Just because of memes. Like, that's... Well, yeah, dude, like, that, the weird thing about memes right now is, mm-hmm. like, it's still very comedy-based. It's still, like, a, a way to, like, communicate via pictures. And, <laughs> Intellectual and, memes. So yeah, I'm well, thinking of I, I think something that's uh, come about, like, uh, especially in the past, like, few years, I, mm-hmm. I guess the pandemic really surged it, was, like, uh, memes are now not just a funny way to, like express like comedy it's or now promotion well it's now like a, a way to express like despair and sadness and you can relate to it so it's funny to you so it's still funny but it's it's actually like a, a depressing thing but like i think in the future i think as memes progress over the next like i'll give it like 10 years i think memes are just actually going to be like i mean like you see the way sometimes like i i'll talk in the fucking group chat like just the way you respond with people to like certain mm-hmm. like texts or something it's just like a picture yeah, the dystopianness. It's of, like you understand that person, so you mm-hmm. you get the 
the, yeah, the perspective like, of that person and what he's trying to like convey, whether it's happy, sad, funny. Dude, I, saw, I, I think it's gonna yeah, I think it's going down to a text base basically. I think it's gonna get fair. to that point. I mean, that is fair. I do. I've seen that. If like on uh, the world of face, I feel like Facebook is um, it's like a rapid. Uh, controlled environment where you get you get to see like the effects of social media but you haven't seen carcosa but you will soon so it's it's like a, a petri dish you know where you get to sit, witness the fast growth of of social media they're like i've, I've witnessed what you're talking about where or people on um i did a dickie dines video for mark zuckerberg's facebook page just of like who who's commenting on mark zuckerberg's facebook page that yeah, has to take yeah. Such a level of like, I, I got What no, I need a better term. I don't want to fall into like the other NPCs, you know. But like the casual demographic of people, okay, uh, that consume content on Facebook, you know that, like Mark Zuckerberg posts a picture of him doing a McDonald's sponsorship, and a kid responds Wait, and says, "He did a, a McDonald's sponsor." Of, yeah, of course. And their sponsorship is irrelevant. That's irrelevant, the last but, thing I would have uh, expected from Mark Zuckerberg. Well, why? Why? It's, it's uh, Facebook Facebook's is like, like bigger than McDonald's. That doesn't matter. McDonald's has billions of dollars. They still would pay Mark for promotion. If yeah. anything, that's more to the point that McDonald's would pay him. Money's you know? weird. Money's so weird when it's that big. Do, yeah. You, how much money do you think Mark... Yeah, Mark... You think someone, like, he wanted to do it or he was like, hey, <laughs> no, no, someone no. was like, Mark, you no, have no, no. to do this Mark for the company, please. Mark hasn't eaten McDonald's in years. He probably didn't eat any of the things in the picture. He only eats smoked meat, remember? In, bar, in Baby Ray's. Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah. You know all the references, Justin? Uh, they got a cracker with their name but, uh, Sorry, anyway, I took oh, a yeah, while to, yeah. to get to my point of... Uh, the people that comment on Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page, you know, you'd never do that because why would you? What's the point, right? No, me and Mark are friends. We're like, buddies. <laughs> I don't know but, what but you're there, talking about. But there's people that comment and they, they'll be like, this is my reaction. And it's it's just a picture of them in their bedroom. Yeah. Re- like, you know, with a, a relevant, like, I'm smirking or like, huh, like, literally, like Bitmoji, but real life. Like, they're yeah. just... This is my reaction. That's our. That's happening, Justin. That's a reality that so, we live in. Yes, yes. Where people actually go, here it is. This there, is my thoughts, and it's just them going. There are currently. That's crazy. There are currently two realities in this world. One, it's no secret. It's the world that you go out. You, you go to fucking Seven Eleven to get your Slurpee. Uh, you're going to your job. You talk with your coworkers. Blah blah blah. And then there's this other one where we can play out our fantasies. To a certain extent, that is somewhat realistic on the internet. And, uh, it, I mean, because there are so many people that actually spend more time on the internet now, it just it just makes it more real. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's not a problem. It's just, it's so interesting that... Yeah, we're just witnessing it, right? It's... I, I mean, if there was ever going to be another, like, reality, and I, I guess you could even say, like, universe, you just you, wouldn't expect talking about it. meta, bro. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking meta. I'm just talking, the like... Metaverse. I'm talking like uh, before like the internet became this big, we just thought of like other like universes, like multiple realities and shit, like mm-hmm. somewhere out there, you know. I think people uh, still what a think cool of thing that to think sure. about that. Well, for, I mean, for sure, but like, I mean, what what is the internet really? You know, it's like yeah, you you can like uh, like I mean, for instance, you can't send a fucking dick pic to like a girl without sure repercussions in your real life, you know. I do. I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> really, isn't it like illegal in most states now? I don't think it's illegal, but but I think the main point too is that uh, that's what we're about on this channel. We test the limits here. Uh, we've well, too, also <laughs> being being humbled as a male, you know, is, is 
go into like any woman's fucking comment sections and it's like that was, I had a I keep having those moments it's a like, hilarious not, music video by the way guys yeah I, do, I literally can't name all the references <laughs> it's very funny continue though like I uh, you know I do, I do vocals I post uh, vocal stuff all the time online <laughs> is that what you're doing I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I love doing that uh <laughs> But there, there's a couple, like, uh, up-and-coming up vocalists that I've been following, and uh, there's two specific uh, female vocalists that I've been following that, like, followed me, and we were uh, trying to collab or something, or, like, they're just, like, really talented. And, and just sent you like, dick pics? Support, yeah, she sent me dick pics. But you no, you'll, you'll see, shit? they'll just do, like, a, a Chop Suey cover, and there'll be, like, you know, ten guys in there that are just, like, oh, so sexy, baby. Dude. And you're like, what, is, this is, like, what? Anytime a girl, like a girl, breathes, I mean, and there's a dude there that's like so sick, so hot, babe. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest, like insanely real with you guys. Like, I, I understand, I understand the sexual urges. I understand, it's especially like, dude, I can't fucking log on to TikTok or Instagram or like fucking any, like even it's on Facebook. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like I can't go anywhere without seeing basically like either softcore porn or actual like actual fucking porn. That's that's the algorithms though. <laughs> They just be doing and that. I know I, I get that it gets you feeling a certain way, but it's like just fucking bust that nut, homie, before you start even, sending messages. You know? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that, I, see like, what you're I mean, just just do yeah, that. The, yeah, and the then post if you still feel like the the need to send like a message, at least you'll have yeah, <laughs> you'll have better not an animalistic and, primal yeah, you desire. Will be like a baby, so sick, so hot. Yeah, yeah. You gotta just you gotta rise Dude, above that shit. I, yeah, I, yeah. That is not like I can't think of a less good environment than a a. <laughs> A vocal cover to go, baby, so hot. <laughs> like, no, it's not. Yeah, no. Uh, girls I know don't. Scream. Girls actually love it when you harass them. Yeah, <laughs> I do, do. I've noticed especially. That. You want to know something hilarious? Actually, <laughs> being uh, a woman and being harassed. Dude, I. <laughs> Sorry. For my fucking guys. Welcome to the man For show, the guys. For the fucking guys. Where are my Joe Rogan Yo, listeners? if you're a girl and you listen to this podcast, just... just Good for you. Just type uh, yes in the comments section. Just uh, type blue beamed in the comment. Blue beamed in the comment. Let us know that you're uh, not a guy. Anyways, <laughs> back to the story. Dude, I got... I, I woke up... First thing I, I saw this morning when I checked my phone, mm -hmm. I got message from uh, one of my girls. And disclaimer, I work at a strip club, everybody... Uh, I DJ there, so I talk to a lot of like dancers. They have their own fucking shit going on. They're they're in a different world. They're hell, hell of fucking drama. A lot of shit going on. It's like the metal scene. It's like every any music every, scene. Any scene, but it it's, it's like they have their own scene, and it's fucking competitive as shit. Back to the story. I got a message from one of my girls, and it was a picture of my uh, my Avi. Uh, which uh, is the the no regrets guy, right? Right, no regrets. I just took it on because From like we're the Millers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was a picture of that, and it was like, it was this girl that was just like uh, got messaged by a guy. <laughs> okay, we'll oh, keep no. the shit. We'll keep the shit rolling. Uh, I'll continue the story. We got Angel Maker. It's a knee deep job for a cowboy cover. Yep. What do you know? Fucking, this is such a good song. This is probably my favorite. Uh, Probably my favorite job for a cowboy, like old school song, too. By the it's way, such a, that intro riff is so good. Anyways, so I get a message from uh, one of my girls. Uh, this uh, this girl got a message from a guy with the the Avi mm -hmm. of the no. He had the same like no regrets thing, but it was the actual guy from the movie. <laughs> no way. And he straight up like messaged this like girl 
like, hey, you're very sexy, basically. Like, it was I want to. Uh, the do you real fuck? actor from the No Regrets. The real, yeah, the real actor. This happened today. And uh, she was like, um, what the fuck? Like, no. And then he just replied at. It was noon. It was noon his time. He sent a dick pic to her. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. She said no, and he was like, here, that's my they, end. Yeah, and then I don't know. Yo, I don't that's, know. That's an unreal level of horny. It's just like, no. Like, Oh, she said no. If you're Here's my dick. If you're an actor, that's crazy <laughs> behavior. If, if you're in a movie like that, you should. I mean, you're gonna get picked up at you know. I, is that true though? That movie came out, dude, in 2014, 13, and I haven't seen him in a single movie since. I mean, that that there's a callback to that movie though, in that sense, you know, like oh, you're the fucking uh, that guy, you know. Well, that's what I. But what's his character's name? He had a name in the movie. He was a uh, Scotty Scotty P, I think. You just make that up? No, no, I'm pretty sure it was Scotty because okay, okay. I, I saw well, that shit today. Let's ask anyone who isn't the guy that's got him as his profile, and they won't know that, is my point. <laughs> that he has not, there's no way that guy, <laughs> that makes sense, is my, my, that checks out. What was that? Oh, that was a screw. Be careful, that shit's about to come out because you've been wiggling it so much. Well, it's so Austin's, far away uh, from my head, dude. Austin's I gotta, like, breaking my studio, guys. Um, More than that, I'm breaking the integrity of the house. Uh, yeah, so basically uh, what this comes down to is if I send out a, a Cash App link, will you guys pay for the studio to get fixed because Austin keeps breaking it? <laughs> Let me know in the comments section. Because I won't. I'm not fixing this. It's been, a, it's been a cold winter, everybody. We need that money. I'm doing guitar for drum parts. What if, uh, what if we started, do you think if we started doing like ads, like, uh, like little ad breaks, like five minutes into the, the podcast, like people would just be like, fuck this shit. No, you just see, uh, in the analytics, you would just see a most replayed part of the video spike and it would be right at the end of the ad Yeah. <laughs> where everyone skips. To no, no, they like th their favorite part is the ads. So Dude, they, oh, they, uh, that's actually a really weird segue. Uh, this is a weird thing to bring up, but. In the world of podcasts, obviously we're not like a fucking. Oh, here's our third uh, ad read, guys. Actually, I just heard we're uh, we're second place uh, with Rogan right now. So. You heard that? No, no, like it's facts. Actually, they there's a new. Um, I guess it's like a deep fake type of software, but it's 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 so niche, dude. You apply it to podcasts for ad reads. So what it does is it auto detects that your eyes aren't looking at the camera. And so it automatically fixes it so that your eye so when you're reading the ad read, looking down and reading the ad read, your eyes digitally are oh, looking I did at the see camera. That. I did see that, yeah. That's some crazy like next level future shit of, of yeah. like you you can do a live ad read by reading the script off the table and the technology will uh what uh, what am I trying to say for that? It'll fill in the gaps of that, you know. It'll accompany your decision to look down and not memorize the ad or whatever, or buy a teleprompter. You know, if you have a fucking successful podcast, My, you uh, buy a teleprompter. I, I I understand the purpose of it, and for some people, they they probably actually do the use eye it. thing or a teleprompter. Yeah, the, the eye thing. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's like someone had to like actually ha come up individually with that idea themselves and be like, "This is useful this is for necessary. streamers. This is like a." This is like this is what separates a like mediocre streamer from like a professional a is genius, the eye contact. Genius idea though is to, to make a product that only millionaires will want. Cause like of course they'll buy it. Even if they don't use it, they'll buy it. Yeah. That's honestly pretty smart. Yeah. Speaking of not smart, did you see the fire festival guy? He's back? Yeah, he got out of jail and he you know on fire. Do you know what the first thing he did was? What? Was announce a, a new festival. 
Yeah, for, for the memes, Come I guess, on, right? bro. Who's... He's, uh, he's breaking my studio, everybody. All right, I'll do the rest of the podcast right here. I mean, hey, if you want to, you can just, like, take that mic off. You, you oh, that actually be better. Here, here, hang on, everybody. Austin, talk to the people. Oh, shit, the song ended. This is the worst time, Austin. Gulp. Gulp. I want them to hear the mic undo itself. Uh, while, I, uh, while I set this shit up, everybody, we got... Uh, we got new Jesus piece, Gates of Horn. You know, I think I actually heard this song like uh, shortly before this podcast. I think I remember really liking it. Yeah, they put out, uh, I think, two new music videos and new songs in the past month. Check this shit out, everybody. Jesus piece. Uh, yeah, Gates of Horn. Gates of Horn. I don't know where they came up with that name. Weird. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm sure the video is going to be really uh, spooky, scary, kind of like uh, talking about depression. Uh, talking about horns. Shit. Just one whore. That's a very serious band, guys. This is a very serious band. Please take it serious. I just want a piece of Jesus. Don't edit this part out. Thank you. Perfect. Oh, I guess now it'll be perfect. That's guarding the shot. Yeah, sorry about that. How could, <laughs> How could he's you do breaking this? my studio, guys? I'm sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. At least they can see my beautiful mug now. If you send me a thousand dollars, I will send you the arm that he broke. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Who wants a for the likes of you scrim? <laughs> Well, dude, we used to sell, like, hey, broken yo. drum heads. Remember that? Oh, that was, like, once we did that. No, we and did that a couple times. That dude. was a good idea, though. It was, like, uh... That's, that's the thing. Like, when we spend too much time online, we forget the real world, which is that people fuck with stuff like that. Like, memorabilia of a custom drawn-on drum head signed by everybody. Yeah. Uh, because you're purchasing the... You know, you can look back and see that memory. That's a memory right there. Because that's that's mostly why people take like photos and videos, right? Is to one day look back on that and be like, nice, that's a good memory. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, oh, here's my social media post. But outside of that, it's usually so that one day you can be like, oh, I forgot about this sick memory. Yeah. And I feel like music memorabilia can be that. You know, where you just yeah. you have a wall art now, where every time you look at it, you go, oh, that's that sick time I did. I was at that one show. It was like, dude, even with that, what, the first time that we decided to, to sell a drum head, we were in Austin, Texas, and that fucking goth opera singer from America's Got Talent was at our show. Yeah, I remember like, that. Like, that's a cool memory for me, and I didn't even fucking wild, even purchase yeah. that drum head. But I remember that was the night we decided to, like, oh, maybe we should try doing this more. <laughs> and l- luckily, Justin was there, and he drew on them to make them sick. Yeah. Rather than just being like, here's a drum head. Short but sweet. I'm here for the short tracks, baby. Give me a two-minute long song. I love it. Yo, we got In Flames, Meet Your Maker. Dude, I had to put this on here. When was the last time you listened to an In Flames song, man? Uh, Only the Guitar Hero songs, you know? Right, yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Was it This Calling? No, that's, uh, that's all that remains. What song am I thinking of? It was the one with the sick ass take, like. Take this life. Yeah, take this life. Yeah, that's the one. Dude, I had that on Headbangers dude, Ball. Yeah, these guys are like forty now, dude. And they fuck. Still metal is still fucking. riffing, baby. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna embrace the guitar solo as much though. 
Because no, they, they, they've no, they've always been like a pretty like solo heavy band. I could see them like having like a sick lead, but I I don't imagine a guitar solo on this track. I don't want to. What's up, Jabby? Should we talk about uh, any films that we have seen recently? I wrote down a, a handful that we've watched together. I don't know everything you've seen uh, solo, obviously, but... Hit, hit him. Hit him with me. Okay, so a good one that we both saw somewhat recently, The Menu. That was pretty fun. Recently on uh, HBO, yeah. Uh, I, I heard... Uh, I heard. Uh, I saw a couple people actually just be like, yo, The Menu was the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen. I also saw that too, but my... And I'm like, after reading yo, the how reviews, did you not understand the, the point? You yeah, know? I think I think a lot of those people just missed that it was like satirical well, and, and thought they were being like pretentious. It's like, if you're going to say it's fucking stupid, say what you thought was stupid about right. it. Right. Well, it's well, like, don't just say it was stupid. That's the thing though. Because a lot, a lot now of the I'm time, just mad that you mm-hmm. have like a, such a like narrow-minded way of thinking, you know? I think that's the the point, though, is that a lot of um, people that consume media that is like, you know, requires, you know, you to do some mental gymnastics afterwards or to think about it or in the context of the film, you can't just turn your brain off. Uh, Not that everyone does it, obviously, but I think there are people that don't fuck with that stuff. They feel uh, um, like, you know, like a lot of people don't like to admit that they're wrong. So when a movie is smarter than them they often take it as like a fuck this movie this movie sucks rather than oh maybe I missed something I should look deeper into the film like I've, I've talked to tons of people that when they have that response that you're talking about of like oh why didn't you like the movie and they and they just oh it sucked I'm just I, all I can think about every single time is that like oh you just didn't get the movie then like yeah. if you don't have legitimate criticism and you know, that's fine obviously there's not like a fucking ma- a math test. Well, my point it's is, fine is that to like, everyone else that agrees with them, but not not to me. Well, so. well, right, I'm not going to agree with you that you're right about this movie, but it's fine in the sense that like I know I can't change your opinion. That's more so what I mean by it's fine in the sense of like not everyone needs to artistically enjoy movies. It's the same way we were talking about music. You know, is yeah, that yeah. there is a populace that needs to be appealed, and then there are these other artistic endeavors that you can genuinely be like moved by and touched by and appreciate. And I, I think that's just that's all of art, you know, in entertainment. Like even to sports, there's the, the players that I'm sure that fit that demographic. Where, you know, like with UFC, you look at a uh, uh, Adesanya. That dude is like such a fun fighter to watch. But a lot of people don't fuck with him because they think he's like a, a pompous or you know t- too nerdy or something. Like there's always going to be that perception of people that don't fuck with his like vision of it. And, and, th- and that's fine. That's art's always gonna have yeah, that. Entertainment's always gonna have that. <laughs> I fuck nerds. <laughs> I fuck nerds. <laughs> funny. All right. So yeah, menu was the first one. Uh, I okay. But this is a funny follow up for me saying movies we've seen. But have you heard about uh, the new Puss in Boots movie? The Last Wish. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Puss in Boots movies. I, so. Dude, yes. I've heard I have, so though. many good things about it. Like. As just being what, a good movie, not what just you, a what kids have you movie. Heard? I've heard the story's really good. I heard it's really well animated. They use a bunch of different art styles. Uh, the depiction of death in that movie is really well done. There's a a really well handled panic attack uh, scene where, like, a, a kids movie you wouldn't expect to handle like good top, like heavy topics well. You know, usually just like like you get the the cheap half ass version where 
you know, Velma has a fucking cartoonish, hey, baby, I'm having a heart attack. Let me get that beef and cheddar. Versus an yeah, actual, yeah. like, depiction of, uh, you know, it, there's, there's some humor and some depth in watching a cartoon cat legitimately fear for his life. Like, that's funny on paper, but to see it happen, you're like, oh, my God, like, this poor cat. I think, uh, I feel I think, bad for I him. I think you're giving too many people uh, the benefit of the doubt. I think... Uh, I think everyone looks for a specific thing in a movie, and unfortunately, like, yeah, I agree with you, like, high-end production with, like, uh, the visuals and shit with, like, uh, whatever. It was probably, like, a Pixar movie or some shit, right? It was, uh, Dr- Illumination. Illumination? Isn't, uh, isn't the Shrek universe or maybe it's, it's DreamWorks? DreamWorks? I'm sorry, not Illumination. That was my, yeah, I was way wrong. <laughs> Still, t- like, mm-hmm. I mean, 1999, when Shrek came out, like, that looked insane for 1999. You know, like, above its fucking... Yeah, I guess I can't really. I don't. I don't even like. Know. So, well, I didn't care about. What I'm saying is, like, so, some people they they tune in yes for like the the beauty of the movie, the mm-hmm. the, the crazy like artwork, but a lot of people are just there for the fucking <gasps> fucking good story. Like, give me the action, give me the funny, give me the fart. Well, yeah, for poop. sure. But my yeah, that's my point is that this I, movie from what I've read isn't just like a Shrek 4, you know, it's an actual, like there's, the point of the, of why this movie's doing so well is that there's always been the argument that like animation is for kids, you know, and, and that there can be heavy topics and good adult themes tackled in animation, but it's often, you know, regimented to just like, oh, it's a kid's movie, yeah. who cares? But, and this is like a good example of, oh, adult themes handled, but in a childish way, you know, this this cat might fucking die and he has to deal with that versus just, oh no, at the end, uh, the magic goobly gah will bring everyone back to life. So, uh, sorry, I, I take it that you, you're gonna, you're gonna try and watch the new Puss I am gonna try to watch the new Puss Booch, which is a crazy, I mean, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. I respect you for like, uh, for, for trying that, but mm-hmm. me personally, I'm just like, dude, I, I just, especially, I mean, you, uh, you don't have the, the images Shrek in my one brain. and Shrek two was enough, you know, that, I mean, yeah, that's Shrek, <laughs> that, that's, that's, I will die. That's, all, that's, Antonio that's all the puss in boots I need, man. If I want Antonio Bandez, I would watch one of his crazy ass movies where he's like a sexy fucking, he's sexy basically this, Zorro person. That's what puss in boots is. Wait, wait, sexy uh, Zorro. Was he Zorro or am I, am I confusing him with other Mexicans? No, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're right. I also don't think he's Mexican. Is he not? I think he's Puerto Rican. South American, let me say that. <laughs> that's a little more. That's a little more. You get what I'm fucking talking about. I'm not racist, everybody. This is Norma Jean, 1994. <laughs> Just please play the next song. It's funny. <laughs> oh, uh, I talked about it earlier in our group chat, but did you have you seen any previews for that movie, Infinity Pool? I don't think so. Is it a... Uh, it just came out today. Give me a... Give me a pull up on your phone, like, a quick, like, uh, picture of the, the the flyer or trailer or some shit. Got you. Because I'm more of a visual person sometimes. That's fair. That's what the internet's dude, done I, to no, me, everybody. I don't remember anything. That's my... Dude, I, names? I'm so bad with names. And it sucked because I, I remember faces very well. It sucks, you know, like, seeing somebody and being Same. like, I know who you are. But I feel so bad to be like, I don't know your name. Of course I don't know your name. I don't remember anybody's name. A uh, quick disclaimer, this music video is based on true events, so uh, do not laugh. <laughs> I instantly laughed, my bad. <laughs> Just don't laugh, instantly laughs. Sleeping for a day or sleeping for five minutes. 
curious where uh, this uh, song is going, or this story, I should say. Cause it feels more like a story. The I got a bunch of like old like uh, shots from like some VHS tape of uh, of like someone's family or some shit. It's got a little bit of a 1056 vibes. Not anymore, but that the imagery and the vocals with no music really. Before you were ever in for the likes of you, we uh, we actually played a back backyard outside house party with uh, Norma Jean. They were the headliners. Oh, yeah, that's right. And dude, the funny thing about it, man, was it was a crazy show. But like when Norma Jean started, the power cut out like no shit like five times. Oh my god! Their guitar sucks. player got so fucking pissed, dude. He was like cussing out the entire like the the person who owned the house like so many times. Fuck. I mean, Norma Jean killed it, but like their the power got cut five times, man, because they just had too much shit going on, too much shit plugged in. This, this was the this the main the promo for the early. Like, that was, like, the still they kept using, and then this is the actual poster. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. It's a new Mia Goth film. The new, new Mia Goth? You're familiar, right? Yeah, with yeah. That name? Yeah. Um, and then one of the Skarsgård, I think it's Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. Or not, I'm sorry, not Bill. God damn it. It's, it's, it's one of the, the other it's ones. The it's the Pennywise older, guy. No, no, no. The older brother. Oh, the it's older It's one of the guy? older brothers, yeah. He is was it a in family? A, is, are it's they... the guy that played the Northman, the main guy. That's one of the Skarsgårds. Oh, he's one of the Skarsgårds? Yeah. It was. It's that guy. It's him and Mia Goth in a new movie called Infinity Pool. And I, the premise. I, the premise is vague, but I believe it's like they go to this rich establishment and they're able to. Or I'm. No, no. I'm sorry. That was stupid. This guy gets like uh, convicted of a crime that he like definitely didn't do. But they, you know, the government has all the you know evidence against him. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they create. Uh, they could take him into this like elite facility and they create like a clone of him out of this like new underground technology and the clone gets executed and like taken to death row or whatever and then he gets to like secretly live a life outside of like normality because he's no longer alive so he's like a person without an identity basically. essentially yeah but is Jason Bourne and they don't, yeah they don't know how many people are like have done that or like it's kind of, it seems like a kind of like a Blade Runner situation where it's like what's more important that you're a copy or not a co- the real thing uh but my biggest worry of that is that there's a a scene in the trailer where Mia Goth does her like uh, her wide-mouthed like I'm crazy thing and I'm like has she already been typecast like she's been in two fucking successful movies and she's already typecast as the you know the wide-mouthed southern belle <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna shoot you <laughs> <laughs> like, I just saw that and instantly was like, oh, this is Jonah Hill, like, all over again, where he just, like, can't, he's, she's gonna spend her whole career trying not to be the girl from, from the X trilogy, you know, <laughs> which is, sucks, because she is a great actress, but as soon as I saw that trailer, that was my biggest fear, of just like, oh, man, they're really making her, like, pretend to be Pearl in this for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, uh, that's just Hollywood, man. That's yeah, I mean, it makes, yeah, it sucks, it makes sense, but it's also like, god, even at that level, like... This movie has like 30 million views on the trailer, and we're st- we're still at like the we were tricked by the execs. You were tricked. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful about this one, but I I don't know. I'm a little worried. <laughs> what other movies have we seen recently? I feel like there's. A- uh, well, I I saw The Lobster recently, and you told me you had seen that. What was that stop motion movie that you fell asleep to? That you, uh, was like- oh, Mad God. Mad God. Yeah. Yeah. How long was I asleep for? I, I woke up and was just like, I feel like I didn't miss anything. Well, you no. Know, well, dude, <laughs> honestly though, you really didn't because Mad God. Uh, it, I mean, basically, so Mad God is basically a stop motion, everybody. It's like a stop motion, like, 
crazy like yeah, it's a love letter to stop motion by the guy it looks who did all of like Tim Burton's yeah, it, uh, stop it's motion a movies creepy fucking movie basically but mm-hmm. basically it's like just no a, dialogue the, the whole the whole movie is just a descent mm-hmm. it's just a descent into a deeper, deeper realm deeper. a deeper realm a deeper realm a deeper realm and it just keeps going and honestly something uh, something that I picked up from that movie I don't remember exactly what you remember from it but like quite a bit I, I was up the whole thing I watched mm-hmm. the whole thing because I just was like actually curious like where it was going right there were multiple moments when it just like completely like story didn't matter it just shifted over to something else mm-hmm. and I was like okay so we're just following a different story now but yeah, without seemed- any dialogue there's no dialogue in that whole movie it's just it seemed like a lot a of it visual. was to live like this chapter is the whole point of this chapter is to get to this point and then the whole point yeah. of this chapter is to get to this point like it, that's what it it's seemed literally like. as if we were watching an intricate like super like creepy sad you know those videos that you see on like uh, on YouTube or like uh, Instagram reels or Facebook reels where it's like someone like hits a domino or there's like a ball or like an RC car that like starts a chain reaction it's It's just like yeah it's just a non-stop chain reaction of like a original like uh, events and it just it's always like evolving so I mean it's basically just a giant fucking acid trip if you think about it I I feel like the uh I haven't looked up like anything about this, but from like my personal takeaway, I, I feel like uh, you know the the first couple scenes, the the like protagonist, you know, he deals with like apes and stuff that are like barbarically fighting, which in retrospect seems like oh, this is the the, the dawn of humanity or whatever, or, like the dawn of life is like him, like he's like he's watching primitiveness evolve into like science and like the future and like modernity and stuff and then at the end you see a bunch of those slabs you know the the tall uh vertical slabs like 2001 a space odyssey slabs which to me you know that's like the it's a clean slab i feel like that's supposed to represent the like cycle of life of just like every time a new life perishes or goes through its journey there's always going to be a new slate that's created there's always a new slab of life you know that's like a life, life that finds created. a way it yo my favorite part of jurassic world is when they finally let the dinosaurs kill a little girl uh, my favorite part is uh, Jurassic Park 3 when Alan Grant comes back and he's on Alan. the plane, he's in a dream, and uh, <laughs> in his dream, a velociraptor looks at him and says, Alan, Alan. look that up, look up a uh, plane scene Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> That's a golden, yeah, that should be in an uh, important videos playlist. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. It's very good. <laughs> Yo, Avi, uh, I would love to continue this conversation, but we've been going for a fucking minute, bitch. Uh, I need good. you. It's I need you to combo. tell the people uh, what what's going on. Uh, how we how we fucking ending this shit? Well, uh, with hopefulness, you know. I think uh, Justin and I have both gone through like uh, a bit of falling back in love with like things that inspire us. You know, it's that's kind of a when you age, you, I feel like you you have those moments of like what brings me purpose again, and I. I'm, you know, falling back in love with the idea of, of dissecting art and respecting it and stuff. And I, I know what I fuck with. I got an open mind, but uh, I, I want to nourish the the creativity that I, I have. I feel like I have a lot of um, I have a lot of ideas and and content I want to I want to produce. And I feel like this is a a good, you know, stepping forward point of like podcast content like not just of like i have to do this but it makes me feel good like i love talking about 
stuff, especially with you. I think this is like such a fun outlet to just get this shit off. Uh, not off the chest, but just you talk about shit I can't just like talk to normal fucking everyday people about, you know, yeah, like yeah. this is to, I bring this up to loved ones and they're like, I'm happy for you. And I'm like, that's I, you know, whatever. That's doesn't I don't I want to talk about this stuff. That's very humble and noble of you, Abby. But uh, I think I'm on the other side of that spectrum. Um, I'm just following the. I'm just following the the tracks and the, the patterns of everyone else in the entire industry. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm trying to dominate the world. <laughs> dominate. Uh, everyone else is a fucking bitch, and uh, their music sucks, and they should just follow my shit, you know? Because that's what uh, that's follow about. Me. That, that, yeah. That's uh, that's what I'm about, you know? Like, uh, fuck your stupid ass music, bitch. Listen <laughs> to mine. Uh, get the, influence from me. The world of self promo. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to end this podcast right now, guys. Uh, just a heads up, like, uh, be aware that uh, I'm the I'm currently the best uh, artist in the world, and uh, no one else Young could, Sleepy. Little no, Sleepy. No one else could ever top my shit, because uh, clearly, clearly my... Uh, I'm, am I? I think so. I hope so. No, I'm the king of the world. Uh, and then put the quote, person that's never put out full-length album. <laughs> hey yo, you heard it here first. I'm a fucking bitch, but you love me. Uh hopefully you love Obby too. Uh I know you do. Uh look at him, he's fucking cute. Look at him, he's got a little fucking shiny gloss on his face stroke. right now. Having a stroke. He's having a little bit of a stroke, but you know what? You fucking love him. You love us. You love this podcast. That's why you made it to the end of this love. motherfucking bitch. Thanks for watching, y'all. I uh, love y'all. Have a great fucking night. Yeah. Uh, hope you get that shit done. Uh, finish those errands, you dumbass bitch. Austin, you get, uh, let's finish it for me. <laughs> uh, New Year. We got a bunch of guests uh, planned for this year. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for being here. And, uh, you know, that's the cold end for this podcast. Goodbye forever.